Chomp map. Hey guys. It's just a pint. Hey, what's going on, guys? Here at the swamp. Get ready to beat LSU. Y'all tune in to Rule Number One podcast on Monday. Oh, man. Here we go again. Back at it. Another week, another episode. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't recognize the face in our chair, that is insane because 103,000 of you follow him on TikTok. Partner, do you want to introduce our really cool guest star tonight? Yeah, it's one of my good buddies. Uh, his name is Jordan Allen. He is uh, Lakeland Christian's athletic trainer. He is famous all over TikTok. He's uh, a Gatorade uh, partner. Um, and so he's done a lot of cool stuff, shown a lot of cool things on TikTok, um, and a fantastic uh, character. So welcome yeah, in, Jordan. Yes. I appreciate you guys. I, I've been following the podcast for a little while, and uh, I love what you guys are doing. I, I love the energy the podcast brings, and anytime I get a chance to kind of talk about like why I love what I do and why I love spending time with um, high schoolers and getting to, to help them out any way I can and get to spread what athletic training is, I, I love it. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's awesome. Like we had a conversation while you were out of the room before we hit the record button. Yeah. I really like this guy, dude. He's good. He brings a ton of <laughs> yes, energy. <he> does. <laughs> well, Jordan, with all that ton of energy, man, what is your number one rule you live by? See, number one rule I live by, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, I've realized it's probably something I just kind of figured out, you know, probably, probably four or five years ago. But it's something I realized I've been living my whole life by beforehand. Um, but I really just kind of was able to put it into words or into a Bible verse, if you will, just recently. Um, so that would be kind of kind of got the tattoo of it now. It's a John thirteen seven. You may not know what I'm doing now, but one day you will. And uh, it's just a it's a verse that it it can humble me. Um, and when I'm when I'm in the pits, you know, when I'm in when the lows, it lets me think like, man, how am I getting out of this? You know. How did I, first of how did I get in here? How am I going to get out of it? But it makes me realize like I may not know what plan God has for me, but but He's got it laid out for me. He's got it figured out. Um, and also when I think everything is going well, when I think I'm on the top top, you know, nothing's taking me down. Yeah. It also when I when I look you know look at the mirror and I see that verse, I'm like, hey, you never know when that path is going to go through some shady spots. You never know when something's going to change a little bit, but. Every time I look at it, it does give me that faith that I may not understand what's going on, but he does, and he knows where I'm going. I'm sure that you face a lot of shady spots in your profession. I, I face I face a lot. A lot of times, I'll be looking at that tattoo a little more frequently. <laughs> I'll be looking at it like, okay, I really need some guidance here. Um, so yeah, but that's um, I, when I saw that you know what the whole vibe of the podcast was rule one i'm like oh man this is a perfect way for me to segue with that that, that works perfect it's kind of like our story too dude when we started this thing we had no clue what it was going to morph into like we had no idea what rule one was going to stand for we had no idea what you know what we were going to do with the thing we just kind of started it and it kind of just developed itself right you know it yeah. just happened it came to us just kind of like right. you know your rule came to you yeah. and it's it's funny how things like that happen you know yeah best things always happen organically like that yeah you know you, you'll look back and you're like oh it makes sense why it came to fruition but 
you know, it's it's when the things just come natural like that. That's that's when you know it's something that's worth worth doing and worth Absolutely. going for with. Yes, it, yes. <laughs> it, it was cool with the whole thing too, and I was kind of talking with Brian about it. Like I've been big on like over the past year because we've been we're coming up close to on a year. We've been we've been doing this and getting out of college. Yeah. Um, Thank you. And uh, <laughs> and so like and I was talking about I was like you know I'm big on documenting and so like I write in my journal right, and right. Uh, I've been reading and I write in the covers of my books and stuff like that I tried to and uh and so like I think it's cool to we've asked questions on this about like what would your legacy like want to yeah. be um what do you want people to know you remember you as by and so I think it's cool from the very beginning of when we start to now you can kind of see like we were trying to be the barstool sports kind of like easy going do whatever right, right. you know the college scene and now we're having people on in all walks of life and having you know really we've talked genuine about, yeah, conversations yeah, we've talked about depression men's mental health we've yeah. talked about you know and all different kinds of stuff that's what drew me to it when you know you said hey jordan check it out and i'd already watched uh coach john o'neill's uh, you know, podcast on here, yeah. and um, and the more I listen to it, I was like, man, th- it's getting a lot deeper in 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 an authentic way. Like it's nothing right. that it's just like you're just sitting on a couch having a conversation. That's yeah. why mm-hmm. that's why it, I was gravitating when you reached out and said, hey Jordan, I'd love to have you on. I'm like Joe, Joker, I'd love to be on. <laughs> <laughs> like I love to be on. So I'm just I'm just happy to have a conversation. Yeah. That's that's one of the things you know that me and Nate we can honestly say from the beginning when we started this thing that we wanted to you know bring out authenticity in yeah. us, not like just. Yeah. Not just in us, but yeah. in our guests too. Like we want somebody that's gonna, you know, come on, have a conversation just like this with these stupid headsets and these mics, <laughs> right? And then be able to go out right after this and have the same conversation without all the yeah. stuff recording it. Right. That's what we're hunting for. And dude, you are authentic as it gets. Man. I appreciate. I appreciate that, man. I, I try. I try to be me. It's all I know how to be. So I, I try the best Ooh, I can. That's a good line. I, that's, that's all I know how to be. I've, I've tried to play. I try to be other people, but it don't work out well. So I'm gonna stick with me. Yeah, is it that is your next tattoo. <laughs> there you go. Maybe, maybe we'll do that. It is. Uh, it's funny whenever um, you walk in. I mean, you're the same person before as you are on the mic. It's funny to see people come in and they're all shy and they're yeah. like this and that. It's like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like the camera's rolling, they're even more shy. And then it's like 15 minutes uh, in, they're like, it oh, no, like and we're good. The, yeah. Mid-season four. Yeah. I, I will say, I, it, I think it helps that I've been now three years doing TikTok stuff. Yeah. And I, I'll do lives and things like that. Now, beforehand, if I go back and watch some of my early TikTok videos, bro, it was cringe. It was like, <laughs> I look back, I'm like, how did people find this entertaining? Like, I'll, look, I'll look back and like, we're our biggest critic. And I'll look and say, Man, how did that go viral? Like, it looks so bad. I'm like, bro, look look at my khaki pants going past my knees. What am I doing, man? I, I, I look like a little tiny jit. Like, I'm like, what is going on? And that was, we, we were talking before the episode, before we hit the red button. And I can't help but to tie it back into your number one rule you live by. I mean, how you got into TikTok. Yeah. You want to go? Yeah, yeah, that's I'll, an awesome story. I'll happily share that one. Yeah, so, so I, listen. It was, gosh, I'm trying to think. It was a year right out of COVID. It was a year right out of COVID. I was teaching a sports medicine class. You know, I'm the athletic trainer at Lincoln Christian School, and I also teach, you know, a sports medicine class to anybody that's interested in thinking that, hey, I might want to go into the sports medicine field, whatever that be, may be, orthopedics, physical therapy, athletic training, any of those, I try to teach like a general class for it. So I was in that class, and I had one of my students in there. Now, listen, 
I would at that point I, I feel like I'm pretty well versed with what's what high schoolers think is cool um, but I had no clue about TikTok like I had heard about it mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about TikTok and um, but I have one of my uh, students or athletes all pretty much all my students are my athletes they just all say hey I'm gonna take a class with Jordan so I'm like okay <laughs> um, so uh, they uh, she's in the back of my class I was I had already finished teaching I had like three or four minutes left and she was filming like I think it's like this is a while ago like the renegade dance like she's doing like yeah. one of those dance trends from like way back in like the early TikTok days and I'm like hey yo you you can't you can't film a TikTok we're in class. In class like we're in class like you can't have your phone out you're not supposed to have your phone out I said but you definitely shouldn't be filming TikTok and then she's an athlete so she's competitive she's like well you're just mad because you can't have as many followers as me on TikTok I'm like first off I don't even know what TikTok is Second off, no one's going to call me out. I'm ultra competitive. I'm like, <laughs> so right away, right away, I'm like, all right, all right, fine. Let's have a deal. So I look back at it, not a smart deal to make with a student. <laughs> you know, I said, all right, fine. I didn't even do any research. I didn't see how many followers that she had. I didn't see any. I didn't figure any of that out. I just like, I let my competitive used to be an athlete nature kick in. I was like, all right, no one's telling me I can't do this. And uh, I said, all right, in two weeks, if I don't have as many followers as you on TikTok, you can make TikToks whatever you want in my class. Now, I look back at it, and my wife worked at the school. She's like, Jordan, that was a silly thing for you to do. I'm like, you're probably right. You're probably right. And then, you know, the only thing I was going to get, and she's like, well, if you somehow get more followers than me, what, what do I have to do? I'm like, just get me a burger from Five Guys. <laughs> now, with inflation now, that's probably about $25. That's worth that. <laughs> that's probably worth about $25 now. So then after I talked my game, then once once reality set, I'm like, okay, well, I need to figure out. First off, I need to download TikTok. <laughs> That's a good start. So second off, I need to see how many followers she's got. So I looked. I think she had like seven thousand followers at that time, which I I had no perception of what that meant. I had no yeah. perception that that was actually a lot of followers. Yeah, seven thousand in two weeks. I mean, that's yeah, pretty. That's hefty. a steep I, challenge. Yeah, that's a pretty steep challenge. And all my all my students were like they were when I when I was having the conversation with her. I see all the guys in the back of my class like, don't do it. Don't do it. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to bring do it. it. Hold, my, hold my Gatorade bottle, you know? <laughs> hold my Gatorade bottle. I'm going to do this. Um, but uh, so I, I told her that, and I start grinding out content. Man, I had no rhyme or reason. I hadn't spent time on the app. I didn't know what was, what was trending. I didn't know none of that. And I'm grinding out content. I'm trying to teach people about athletic training. I'm like, oh, this is great. I have a source where I can talk to people about athletic training. I'm going to educate them on injury, da, da, da. I'm making two, three videos a day, probably about 30 seconds to a minute each video, maybe getting 20 views a video, like yeah. just just grinding, grinding. But after, I think it was about 12, 13 days, I think it was like two, one to two days left on my deal. You're sweating. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. <laughs> I grinded, I think I had 100, maybe 150 followers, and I was proud of those 150. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Like, I reached 150 people. I think I had like 1,000 likes. I'm like, 1,000 people. When you look at it, you're like, oh, I had 200 likes. Can you imagine if there's 200 people in a room agreeing yeah. with you? Like, you got to look yeah. at it like that. Yeah. I was like, man, I've got 1,000 people that think I'm doing something cool. I'm like, yeah. this is awesome. But then I reality set in my competitive nature. I'm like, wait, I'm still like, 6,000 plus off. Yeah, losing miserably. I'm losing miserably. And like my students talking mad junk in classes, like, all right, well, I, I got, got a TikTok hour. I got, I, got, <laughs> I got five drafts ready for tomorrow. You know, I'm ready to film. <laughs> and then she leaves class, and I've got. I've got an, I've got another student. He's kind of like, listen, Jordan, I'm tired of seeing you. You fail miserably at this. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't think I was failing, but fair enough. And he's like, you can't. Listen, they don't want to be educated right away on TikTok. You got to you got to disguise the education. Yeah. He's like, 
But you need to make a short video, find a trending sound, make a short video, no longer than 10 seconds, and post it. I'm like, whatever. I don't know. I guess I'll listen to you. It's kind of like my editor. Okay? Yeah. It's kind of like my little editor right away. So I went to my room. I'm like, it was like 9 o'clock, just finished like a practice or something or a game. I'm like, all right, fine. Found a trending sound. I'm like, all right, what do people know athletic trainers for? Making ice bags, taping ankles. I was like, I'm going to make an ice bag. You know, I found a training sound. I, I made an ice bag, sucked the air out, spun it around, tied it with one hand, slammed it on the ground when the beat dropped. I'm like, this isn't going to do anything. Like, whatever. Post at 9.30. You know, I woke up, woke up the next morning, and I, I just put my phone on. I wasn't even looking. I, I forgot, honestly, I even posted a video. Just woke up, and it's like my phone like everywhere like i i've realized now that when you're on tiktok it only gives you like 99 notifications at a time yeah 99 plus and i i, I don't I, know that i didn't know that i've never had that problem guys really. yeah and i and i'd ref i refreshed it and then another 99 popped up like what is going on and i looked and that video had got like 2 million views Jeez. like twenty thousand followers like off rip and I, i'm just like Oh my gosh! And my wife's like, "So can I like quit my job now?" I'm like, "No, no, no. I'm like, no you can't do but that." But I do get a free burger. I'm like, I'm like, "No, but I can split my Five Guys burger with you." But with all that said, when I walked in the classroom, you know, I saw her, she was sitting in class. She's all bitter, sitting there like this. My burger was right on my desk, and I was like, twenty thousand followers and a free Five Guys burger. That's a nice day. That's a good way to start the day. I would have brought a burger in for your uh, editor too. I'd be like, "Yo, dude, you oh earned this one." I'm like, Bro, you, I, and I, I think I ended up grinding them or something <laughs> but yeah no so it's just one of those things that kind of goes back to my rule one man it's just i did not know like my competitive nature like i always see it sometimes as a bad thing you know sometimes i'll try to play an athlete one-on-one -on -one in basketball like first of all my knees can't do that anymore <laughs> but it'll get me in trouble but i'm like you know what as 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 weird as that situation was as accidental as it seemed like Ew. there is a purpose like i've been able to reach a lot of people like and i've had so many conversations with people that say hey i saw you on tiktok and i you know you helped inspire me to think to go to athletic training i'm like that's i didn't know that's why i started it but that's mm -hmm. exactly what i wanted to do so that's awesome great. and it dude I was telling you this before the show, like, man, we've had so many guests that have come on, like, man, I didn't, I didn't even want to be in this mm -hmm. field, right? Mm -hmm. right? I just did it because my friend told me to do it. I just did it because I just, you know, somebody told me, like, somebody pushed me to do it. Yeah. I never tried it. Like, it's crazy how many times people come to us and tell us that, and they, like, man, I wasn't supposed to be doing this, but look at me now. And look at him, dude. A school challenge over followers and a burger. He's got a Gatorade hat. He's got a Gatorade bottle I've never even seen before. And hundred with his name on yeah, the top. right. <laughs> Custom. It's crazy how just taking a shot, man. How it can actually pay off. And see, oh yeah. And, and seeing that's that's just the thing that I love about life, man. Like you just 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 live just live your life. Just keep just keep living it. And whenever opportunities come, like don't be afraid of them. Yes. You know, don't em embrace it. Embrace the struggle. Embrace the grind. As Coach O'Neill would say, embrace the suck. You know. Yeah. And then you you never know what's gonna come out of it. And and I've been able to 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 push so many boundaries that I didn't think so. And I I didn't even think I'd ever be an advocate for athletic training. I thought I'm just going to get my job. I love what I do. I get paid to watch sports. This is great. But I never thought there'd be another dimension to it. So that's that's been unique. So I am curious. You know, we talked about you know your journey a little bit mm -hmm. um, as you're already at athletic training. What made you get into it? You know, yeah, how did you start? What school did you go to? What yeah, inspired yeah, yeah. you? That's a good one. So. Um, 
Um, kind of, as if you asked 100 athletic trainers, they probably have something similar, um, especially me. Um, I was very injury prone to start with. Um, I probably, if you ask my mom, I probably averaged two to three hospital visits a year. Man. Uh, at least, you That's know. That's like a, some kind of record bro, there. I'm, I'm in there. Let's say, I'll just go through my basic stats. I think about 15 broken bones, about 200 stitches. Um, I mean, let's see. Boys being boys. ACL, MCL, ACL, MCL, both knees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are big ones, too. Mess, dude. I was a mess. And uh, But I at my high school, I went to Auburndale High School. That's okay. you know, where I went. And uh, I didn't have an athletic trainer. Uh, we didn't. It wasn't really a, a thing back then. Um, and honestly, when I was going, I went to Florida Southern to get my bachelor's in athletic training. But when I started, you know, I was going to go to school. I was pre-med. I was going to go to be a pediatrician. That's what I wanted to do. I was pre-med going to biology. And another one of those, this is where I say it all ties into this rule. I became an athletic trainer because my mom <laughs> dropped me off late. So it was supposed to be, okay, it was scholars weekend at Florida Southern. I was going to spend a weekend with some students. We stay there. And the way you started it off is you'd go have dinner with some of the professors. Um, that's a pretty cool tradition. Yeah, it was cool, yeah. yeah. And you, some of the professors, like, in the major you're interested in. Yeah. So, and it was supposed to start at 6. My mom was late to everything. I could drive at this point, but she's like, oh, I went to Florida Southern. I want to drop you off. Da, da, da. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm like, I know I'm going to be late. So, I show up about 6.15. They're already eating. So, I'm mad because I'm starving. And I, I walk in there, and pre-med, you know, the biology major, is a pretty popular major. They had about three tables. They are all full. It was Everybody like wants a, to be a doctor. Right, Exactly. Exactly. And then the next year, they're like, nobody's in the major anymore because it's super hard. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I walked in there. It's very much like a four scum situation. We're like, oh, I can't sit here. You know, oh, this, yeah. Seat's, yeah. this seat's taken. And uh, they're kind of set up in alphabetical order. So it's biology and then athletic training was right next to it. And it was the program director there, uh, Sue Stanley Green. It was kind of like the Jenny thing. She's like, you can sit here if you want. And, nice. uh, and I literally just, I was looking for a place to sit. And I just yeah. sat next to it. And she said, hey, I saw you were going to go sit in the pre-med, uh, the pre-med table. She's like, are you interested in medicine? I'm like, yeah, you know, I want to, I want to be a pediatrician. I want to be a doctor. And she's like, oh, that's great. She's like, you don't happen to like sports, do you? I'm like, I love sports. Like, that's my absolute favorite thing. She's like, have you heard of athletic training before? I'm like, never. <laughs> she's like, welcome to your new major. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she right. She said that right. She was confident. She said it right away. And then I sat there and she's like, sit here and let, let me, let me pitch it to you. And I switched my major right then and there. Didn't look back. That's, That's awesome. so crazy because I have a story just like that <laughs> yeah. too, man. So yes, like I've changed majors three times yeah, in college. Yeah. Like every other, that's the average, right? Something hey, like that. Hey, three. Man, it happens. Dude. Yeah, do yeah. it. <laughs> and one of my, the major I was in before I picked communications was agriculture because I'm just from Central Florida. Like I've worked in agriculture. Sense. I'm yeah, it makes sense. Like I can find a job with this around here somewhere. Right. And, you know, I just like <clears throat> took a semester of ag classes. It just wasn't happening. Like I said, this is not what I want right. to do. This isn't even close. Literally, I walked by this gentleman. He had his ears pierced, uh, like flannel on top of his T-shirt. Like, not a college professor look at all. Right. And I go to one of my students. I'm like, yo, who's that guy? He's like, that's the head communications guy. His name's Tim Craig. I'm like, what is what is communications? And he was like, you know, like computer stuff, blah, blah, blah. Like, right. Going into it. I'm like, right. man, I'm kind of interested in that. Right. So I walk up to this guy. I'm like, what can you tell me about communications? Dude, and he said, well, if you don't know, then you're not in the right place. <laughs> and from that on, dude, he, he sold me on the major. I fell in love with everything I've done. It's just so crazy how one conversation it, with people can shape you. It literally, like I said, man, like when I was telling you earlier, like it literally... I didn't realize that was my rule one yeah. until like a couple of years ago, but like everything happens. Fit, for everything fit there, man. 
And, and I didn't look now, I say I didn't look back, um, but going through, you know, all my, when I was going through athletic training as a major, it was not near as easy as I thought. I'm like, oh, I knew it was, I didn't think it was going to be as, as hard book wise as med, yeah. as going to med school. And it, it wasn't, it was still challenging for sure. So to memorize all the bones, all that stuff. And, um, but it was just the time commitment. Like I'm, I'm doing 50 hours a week of, of, of athletic training, clinical hours. Like I'm in there with a team. I have 16 credit hours and I'm doing 50 hours. So pretty much I'm in between classes. I'm going to the training room, getting experience. I can't tell you how many times I walked into my program director's office. Like, yeah, I'm done. Like, oh, same. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. And she, she did the same thing every time. I'm so glad she did it. Cause all my buddies, they have majors where they just go to class and they go back. They didn't have anything they had to do. They're all out having fun, you know, goofing off. And I'm, I'm, I leave my room at 5 a.m. I come back at like 10 p.m., maybe later. Yeah. And it, 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 and I was just like, it was grinding and I couldn't quite figure it out. Every time I go sit in her office, you know, I'd go in her office, like, I'm like, Sue, I'm out. Like, I, I, I got to do something else. She's like, Jordan, shut the door. <laughs> she's like, shut the door. And maybe she did this pitch on everybody. <laughs> and she's like, you know, you're my top student. Like, if you, if you quit, then everybody's going to quit. If, if you leave, if I can't keep you, then I can't, everybody's going to leave. And, you know, every time she's like, give me one more week. I'm like, all right, I'll give you one more week. And, I, you know, and she also always took me to lunch when we had those conversations. Yeah. So I also realized I just, if I want a free lunch, I'll just go to Sue and say I'm going to quit. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> it's an every single day kind of thing now. I used to, like, I had those same conversations yeah. with Tim, too. Like, I would go up to him and be like, man, I just don't know if I can figure this video project out. Like, I don't yeah. know what I'm doing wrong. Like, I, I don't have the resources. I, this, I was a communication student who didn't have a laptop in college. At a boy? Yeah, please tell me how that makes sense. And I walked away with a degree. Hey, but, way to be the black swan, yeah. I like it. So, Ooh, like. Your stuff was always logged in on mine. Yeah. I was like, dude. I got to do homework. Hey, you're resourceful. Bro. You're resourceful. <laughs> and I would always go have that conversation with him. Like, man, I can't do this. Like, I can't keep up with it. And his line was, man, I see a lot of myself in you, and I didn't quit. Every time. Dude, that's that's deep. That's yes, good. every time. I was like, yeah, I got to stick here, man. Ain't nobody going to care for me as much as How this guy does. How dare you care does? for me and make yes. me want to stay in it? How dare you? <laughs> it's, it's so cool to see, like, basically the uh, the environment that teachers and or professors and impact that they have on their students. Oh, yeah. It, it blows my mind. I mean, because obviously I think any adult out of college or um, or you know, any adult can look back and be like, you know, that one teacher, that one coach has a huge impact on my life. Jordan, I know you mentioned a little bit about having like a safe pet place in your athletic right. training room. Um, you want to go into a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, it's, it's one of those things like, obviously my primary, my primary role as an athletic trainer is to make sure the athlete is cared for. Um, you know, usually when people look at it, they think surface level is mostly what's um, at, People see, like, you know, when someone goes down, the athletic trainers run out there, they, they evaluate, they see, you know, are they, do we, do we need to get somebody to transport them? Is it an emergency? Do we need to transport them? Um, do we need to have a doctor look at it? Do we need to, we, you know, figure out what the injury is? That's what most people see. And, and that's what I saw when I started the profession. That's, that's the stuff I, that's what's in the book, you know, that's, that's yeah. the textbook. That's what I learned. You know, I learned how to do evals. I learned how to to treat athletes, to, to give them treatment, do rehab, evaluate injuries, you know, talk with doctors, be the liaison, you know, help athletes understand doctorese, you know, yeah. help them, help them navigate, you know, their, their healthcare journey, you know, their health journey when they're recovering. But something that kind of picked up when, honestly, when I started at LCS was 
the relationship aspect is much more important. I'm not saying all that stuff isn't because that's why I have a job. I have to make sure athletes stay healthy or, you know, when they're not, help them. But you, the physical stuff, that's going to heal. Mm-hmm. That will heal. If we don't address this and we don't address this, you know, we don't help them develop the relationships with themselves, with others, and with God, and we can't help them keep that mind clear, the injury is the last thing to worry about. Yeah. All right, so I always try to make sure athletes feel supported. Make sure that they, you know, I'm at a we're I'm at a I'm at a smaller private school, and um, you know, some people like to think, oh, you know, it's a private school; these kids probably don't have a lot of problems. And listen, it might be different problems, but they definitely do have stuff going on. And I always have an open door policy. I'm like, listen, I don't care. I, I want to know if you're injured, but you're welcome to come in here regardless. You just need a place to sit. You need to take a nap before practice. You need a snack. If I haven't eaten already, I'll give it to you. Um, I, I like to create an atmosphere where they just have a safe space, where they have somebody that they can talk to about anything. You know, I can't. I cannot tell you each day what I'm going to talk about with somebody. Like somebody will walk in my room, like Jordan. You were just you were just talking about like Van Morrison and some music, and then I walk in the next minute, and you're saying what's your favorite, asking people what their favorite Pop Tart flavor is. Like <laughs> I never know what's going to happen in that room. I never know what's going to happen in that room, but that's the beauty of what I've been able to do kind of kind of with my ministry is what I call it. You know, what my ministry is to help athletes holistically, whether that's taping an ankle, whether that's helping somebody rehab from an ACL tear and, and surgery, or whether that's somebody that's, that's having some difficulties at school or having some difficulties. Maybe it's at home or maybe it's not, you know, just even if we're not talking about it, just having conversations to make to help develop those relationships so they know if they have something, they always have someone to come to. Right. That's so great, man, because there's like a lot of times that I can think about like, man, I wish I could have talked to this person about my problems without, you know what I'm saying? Like right. having that person that has no bias or no, no, mm-hmm. I guess I'm biased, but right. like having that spot, like you've created for these kids, that's, that's big because you never know who's like you said, you never know what they're facing. Mm-hmm. He might go home every day and be in an abusive right. household but that one time or two times a day that he's in, you know, your athletic training room, man, that's the greatest two days or two moments of the day for and, him. And like, that's, that's one of those things, too. Like, I, I catch myself realizing that sometimes, like, I'll get swamped. And I'll have a kid that just comes in there and is taking up, taking up a table. And I'm like, I need that table for rehab. And, and sometimes I'll, I'll go to get on the person. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know why he's in here. Mm-hmm. He knows why he's in here. God knows why he's in here. And it will help humble me sometimes because, listen, I'll get in my work mode sometimes. And I'm like – I've got 30 athletes in here. Practice yeah. starts in 15 minutes. I, that finger's facing the wrong direction. You know, I need to stretch you. I need to tape you. I need to run a concussion eval on you. I don't know what you're needing, but I, I hang realize. Out. Hang out. Yeah, hang dude. Out. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes I'll mess up, and then I'll realize when I say, hey, get out of here. You know, you're taking up a table. And then I'll see my practice. Hey, man, that's my bad. I was stressed. Come back in. That's my bad. It's still their safe place. It, it, it yeah, said this. This is a spot that I want you to feel like. Even even I'm like I'm human. I'm gonna I'm gonna mess up. I said, but I want you to know that no matter what, you can be here. That's awesome. Dude. And I think and that's what I loved about LCS. There's a, I mean there's a lot of kids I went to school with um, that was like you know LCS it's a private school and this and that and it has a rep um, right. like around and they're like oh it's a private school everybody's I, rich I've and everybody's certainly made and my that. jokes yeah <laughs> and uh, and it was cool for me because like I had that opportunity um, I mean me and Jordan were good buddies yeah. but my like my teacher my friend like that was John O'Neill right. and 
so right. I, I had that same connection where it was like, you know, it, we had this moment where I reached out to John and I was going through some things and I was like, Hey man, um, do you need a TA? And, uh, yeah, it was along with that episode. If y'all haven't heard this story or whatever. And I, and I was like, you know, I really like this guy. something special about him. I just kind of want to be around him. And so, and then I ended up being his TA for two years and he, you know, we've had a lot of deep talks. I mean, kind of like our episode, it was just another rerun of that, but it's so cool to me, like with teachers and, um, them being put in that situation where they have such a big impact on people's lives or young generations right. life. Like, you know, you could get those teachers that are like, Oh no, you know, you know, you're not worth my time. You never know what that kid's going to do after high school right. or, you know, a month in of you just spending time with them, they could completely turn their life around and go do something else. But yeah, you, you, ne- you never know what everyone's going through, but you got to know everyone's going through something. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you never know what they're going through. And that's why like, listen, Every day I walk in the door, you know, I remember, I remember the age old thing. It's like, you need to make sure whatever you do with your life, you need to make sure you love it every day. I'm like, that is a load because you're not going to love everything you do every day. When I walk in my room, that doesn't mean I always want to be there, but I know I, I need to be there. That's right. what Cooper said too. Yeah. Like way back in episode 10, Cooper yeah. said that same exact thing. You can remember me. I remember all that. Oh stuff. yeah, dude. That, that's why I'd like, I tell people all the time. That's why we do this podcast yeah. is like, I just like to listen to people talk and like yeah. how, like get their perspective on life yeah. because like it. One opens up my mind. Two, they just things just stick with me that like people have said. Where I'm like, oh man, well they said that too. That must be a pretty good perspective to have. Well, it's, it's good when you can have those profound things that you think are little nuggets. Yeah, and just sit yeah. back there and you're like, oh, and it feeds into you. But yeah, no, that's um, that's just one of those things. I, I don't, I, I don't know why I need to be there today. But if I can, if I can have a positive conversation with one person, you know, yeah. if I can one person, you know. I, I had I have I have athletes sometimes that after practice always come up and say hey Jordan thank you thank you for the day you know I'm having a rough day I'm sitting in my office like I had to tell athletes like hey you're gonna miss the rest of the season like you know I'll have those ones where it eats at me it's a, it's a job that I can't really leave when I walk out those doors you know right. I mean, it sits there at night when I have a, a, a rough football game where you have a lot of injuries you know as an athletic trainer I care about wins and losses but that's not my thing I look for the goose egg and injuries that's what yeah. I'm looking right. for. And when I come back, you know, from a, a rough game where um, – and it's usually the games that we're either losing or we're playing a really good team and we get injured a lot. And I'll come home and I'm that drive home. You know when you had a bad day and you just – no music, just complete silence. Oh, yeah, I've had a ton of those. <laughs> you just complete silence driving home and you're just figuring your life out, you know. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, just, I'll just drive and I, I had one of those – I had one of those games. I'm just sitting in my office long after I thought everybody was gone. And I had one – athlete come in wasn't one of the ones that got hurt just walked in and said jordan i appreciate what you did tonight i appreciate i appreciate what you do i appreciate you always being there to help us out and it's just one of those things like i was going through it mentally yeah i was going through it i was in the lows just right there and i was like why did i choose to do this and he said that i'm like that's why that's why i do it i always made it like personal mm-hmm. like when i got athletic training any kind of thing treatment done in college i always made it personal to yeah. say thank you after i left because like i just feel like that's proper man like that's what you're supposed to this guy just took time out of his day while he's working to help you feel better like literally physically feel better at least you can do is say thank you well, all you athletes well, out there well we appreciate athletes like, <laughs> it's becoming a lot it's becoming a lot more of a thing you know all my honestly i'm blessed with great coaches at lcs i'm blessed with great athletes there you know everyone's very grateful you know administration 
you know, I am one of only a few full-time athletic trainers in Polk County. Like, there's very few of us. You know, you'll have some that are kind of outreach from, like, Watson Clinic and stuff like that. Yeah. But just solely in a school, I think I'm the only one that is hired specifically as an athletic trainer for the school full-time. Yeah, I know Fort Meade uses, like, an outsourced program. Yeah. And it's, she's only there for Friday nights or something like right. that. It's and, crazy. I mean, it's good to, to have one there. But what I think is, is and, and I'm kind of – inadvertently becoming like an advocate and trying to push for it is having athletic trainers at the high school full-time. No no outreach, just there all the time. Because, listen, if you, as an athlete, you only see somebody on game days, mm-hmm. you're not going to have that relationship with them. You're not going to say feel able, confident to come to them, hey, my head feels weird. You know, you won't have that relationship. You, right. you, you, don't, you don't know them well. So being able to be at every practice with them all day with these athletes – I feel like I've got that rapport with them that they can trust me. And I feel like that's really important to make sure that you have that relationship. So then you can help them on a deeper level. Especially with like kids around this County. Cause there's right. a lot of kids that have been raised in this County that are be like, yo, if you ain't bleeding, you ain't dying. You're playing. Oh, that yeah. was one of those kids. Oh, like, I, me too. yeah, me too. I, I, I pitched with a broken thumb one time. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I did it, but like I, I was made to do it. And mm-hmm. having somebody like you at a school like LCS, I mean, I couldn't imagine what it, the impact you might have on a school like I went to. I went to Fort Meade High School. Right. And having somebody like that around our athletes, you know, might have made us a little bit better, one. And two, the problems that probably you would have heard yeah. coming from like a smaller public school I, like no, that would be a little bit different, but also would be more impactful i feel like for somebody like that to take over like to have that at a school yeah. like that or and, and it's, it's, a, it's a resource it's a it's a resource that um can be more than expected like yes when i when i i never thought i'd work at a high school when i got my degree so i got my bachelor's in athletic training then i went and got my master's degree and biomechanics because we just kind of they were kind of unofficially required you to get a master's mm-hmm. um and I'm like, oh, I'm going to work in a college. I'm going to work in a college. And during when I got my master's degree, I was a graduate assistant for uh, Fort Hayes State University. And I worked with the football team as a certified athletic trainer. And after doing all that, I loved it. I learned so much there. But uh, 90 hours a week, I'm like, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I don't think I want to do this yeah. um, to this extent. But I, I'm like, well, this is all I knew. So I, when I'm applying for jobs, I'm applying for that, applying for that. And then I got reached out to by saying, hey, we have an internship role at Lakeland Christian School. Um, you want to do that? My wife's like, hey, it's an internship role. you got to find a job. We can't, we can't do that. We can't do that. And, and she's like, you know, I'm like, I got to interview, babe. I, I, I got to go to it. She's like, well, you already turned down. Like, I turned down, like, a, a job to work as an athletic trainer for a football team in, like, a D3 school. And she's like, you turn that down, you're going to go to the place that's going to give you an internship? I'm like, feel like that's where I need to go. You know, I sat, yeah. I sat down, had the conversation, loved it. And they're like, listen, we can only have an internship for you now. I said, and I accepted it. And I called my wife. She's like, I'm like, Hey, you know, that interview you told me I shouldn't go to. She's like, yep. I'm like, yeah, I accepted it. <laughs> <laughs> but she wasn't happy. No, but luckily some other things came and I actually, was like a, uh, I became a professor at Florida Southern for a little bit. Oh, nice. So I yeah. taught at my alma mater. I remember this. Yeah, I, I taught at my alma mater in the morning, and then pretty much I worked the exact same hours at Lincoln Christian I do currently. Yeah. Um, but I would just, in the mornings, I would teach at Florida Southern. Then I'd come in the afternoons and work games and practices and stuff. But um, no, it was it was a good way to get the foot in the door. And it was one of those things, like, I didn't realize that that's what I needed to do, and it was perfect. 
you came to LCS in 2014? 14, yes, sir. Look at that. Me memory. too. <laughs> me too. Oh, I was going to say, it was me, you, and O'Neill yep. came in we all at the same, the same time. time. That's a good trio right there. Uh, that's a solid trio. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's, it's cool because, um, you know, my journey, uh, I grew up in a small private Christian school. Um, we had like eight people to grade like it was borderline like homeschool group right. and uh and obviously like i played baseball and football and i was right. like well obviously i need to go to a bigger high school and uh and so i got into accepted into uh lakeland uh lakeland high school's vet program or whatever because okay. i wanted to eventually be in agriculture that's what my family does right. yes sir um and so i got into that and then i was zoned for george jenkins and my mom was like well you know there's lcs and this and that and i was like ah you know another private school like maybe i need to spread my wings a little bit i get there and i did the exact same thing you did it's such a cool environment like a lot of people from the outside kind of talk about it just because they don't quite understand it. Right. Um, it can be intimidating if you yeah. don't know. Like, it can be. I mean, I went to Arbondale, and we played Lake and Christian, and when I went and played it, I'm like, oh, these all these, these stuck-up people. School. And I thought that. And when I got there, I realized, like, if you look anywhere, you can find that kind of stuff. You can yeah. find that negative energy. But then when I when I, I started working there, and I got experience, kind of like yeah. everyone I talked to, when you get to experience it, you realize – there's a lot more to it than the surface level. Definitely. I, I loved being there, and I, I will talk very highly of LCS. I mean, Brian's heard me all the time. I was like, it's really not what some people yeah. say. Like, it's a great environment. Same with Warner. Warner has the same kind yeah. of feel to mm -hmm. a degree. Not quite the best, as good facilities as uh, LCS <laughs> has. Um, it was the new building, uh, the high school building they're about to finish? Oh, that's what I've heard. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's a big one. It's, oh it's like gosh. the elementary building. Like yeah. It looks just like that. Wait, it's like an L. They're like y'all. Y'all have new buildings. Oh, yeah. dude, they ain't building like a new building at Fort Meade High School in eighty-five years, <laughs> and that's how old that campus is. LCS is going to start looking like downtown Orlando, like all these like skyscrapers. <laughs> they're, they're pretty. They're pretty landlocked, so we're going to have to build them higher because <laughs> they're, they're running out of land there. But uh, but no, it's it it is. It is one of those places that to really fully understand it, you kind of have to be immersed in it. Yeah. Because um, everybody will have perceptions. Everybody's going to have the perceptions. But when you when you go to a Friday night game, like it will, will it have as many people as a Lakeland Dreadnought game? No. No. But well, is it a unique environment that is a lot of fun? Absolutely. Will the cops have to handle anything? Rarely. Rarely. <laughs> Our fans are the most like mild you're gonna get. Yeah. You, uh, unless you got like a well, Rob, a Robbie Collins or something there. Besides that, <laughs> oh my gosh, I know I, that name. I love Robbie. Um, <laughs> I do. Too. I ain't seen. I ain't heard that in forever. I, I saw him. I saw him at a uh, baseball state championship. He came there and did his three up, three down thing again. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but it's it's just a lot of fun, and I'm blessed to work there. Sounds oh, like you, the unexpected has always turned out well for you. I need to follow that trend right there. My thing is, I, I'm I'm a horror. I mean, besides my job, I'm a horrible decision maker. <laughs> like I am, like it's like Jordan. You, you have to diagnose people's injuries all the time. Why are you? I'm like that. I'm okay. At, that I'm good at. But yeah. if I have to make a decision, like I. Uh, <laughs> My when my wife, I still remember when I was trying to choose a grad school, when I was trying to use a, a, a college, choose a college to go to, uh, to get my master's degree. I'm bad at making decisions. My wife's like, "Hey, it's going to be for two years. We're about to get married." She's like, "Just pick anywhere, like anywhere in the state. We'll go travel. We'll have two years somewhere else. It'll be great." Gosh, and uh, so she told me that. So I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking. All right, I'm bad at making decisions. I don't know. She told me anywhere. I'm like, okay, what do I do? I just. Put put a put a, a map on the the wall, throw a dart. 
Yeah. Man's on Kansas. She's oh, like, that is so lit. I wish like, I could do like, something like she's that. Like, she's like, try again. Throw another dart. We're not going to Kansas. I'd be naming for Key West. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if they have athletic training programs there, but we'll figure it out. But um, so then I go on like my national athletic training uh, uh, like website to look for like graduate assistant positions, and there's so many for Kansas. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't know there's this many schools. And I decide to um, like, well, I don't know how to narrow this down. So I'm like. What school has the longest name? Fort Hayes State University. Oh, that's pretty long. Let's check that one out. <laughs> I look like, hey, do they have a program I like? Oh, movement and sport biomechanics. That sounds lit. Let's try that. And I, I sent my resume to them, got a call from them the next day. Hey, man, why are you coming here? We're in the middle of nowhere. Like, I, I'm bad at making decisions. <laughs> Y'all had the longest <laughs> name. You say bad at making decisions. I say that is Amazing. That is risk taking 101, dude. That is so cool. Opportunistic. For every success story I have with the risk taking, I got like four <laughs> ones where it didn't work out. But um, but no, that, so that's kind of how that all kind of worked out. And you know, I, I try to 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 ju- to just just have fun, man. Yeah, fun. dude, you have to. Life's too short not to. All right. We gotta address something because Go we ahead. haven't talked about it yet. The Gatorade thing, man. Yes. <laughs> How did this happen? You're sponsored by Gatorade or you're partnered with yeah, Gatorade. Yeah. Go into that. How did that happen? What do you get? What's the deal? So kind of so kind of, really just like the TikTok thing itself happened. Accident. Um, I, so I'm, I'm making videos. I was probably a couple months into after I'd won the, after the challenge had happened. I was probably a couple months into it making videos. And I think I just, just goofing around. Like I said, told some people, I'll say, hey, I've, I've got like a little bit of, fame on tiktok so let me just start tagging random brands in my videos so like i use gatorade products all the time like i made gatorade for my athletes i got gatorade bottles and i made like a a taping video where i had a gatorade bottle in the back and it went like i don't know if this is how they found me or whatever but i I tagged them in it and the video got like seven hundred thousand views and then it was one of those things where uh, honestly i really thought i was going through my emails and i saw something from gatorade but like They'll they'll email me all the time like hey we got this deal on this cooler yeah. da, da, da. so I kind of thought it was either that or spam so I was like okay the only reason and you know I got to thank somebody at Google or Gmail <laughs> the only reason I read that email is because it was starred it had a star next to it on Gmail so Gmail I appreciate you um, <laughs> it's like hey you should probably check this I out probably she's like hey man you need to listen so I I read, read I went and read it. And uh, it was like, hey, um, we're interested. You know, we, we sent, followed you on TikTok for a while. I was like, first, I was like, whoa. Um, followed you on TikTok for a while, and uh, we'd be interested in, in, in talking with you and potentially partnering with you. I'm like, it still could be spam. I'm still thinking this is all too fairy tale like to be real. Um, but I'm like, okay, send back an email. And like, I was expecting like it get kicked back or something like that. Send an email, and like, maybe within 20 minutes, I get an email back. It's like, perfect. Let's, uh, let's set up a Zoom call. I'm like, Okay, and um, pretty much what it is is I'm a Gatorade Performance Partner Captain, um, where Gatorade Performance Partners is something Gatorade started a few years back where they're um, not just athletic trainers, uh, strength and conditioning coaches, sports nutritionists, where they're trying to show their whole thing is uh, the team behind the triumph. Like everybody sees teams triumphing, you know, in sports, you know, the success, but they want to highlight the people behind the scenes that are kind of helping fuel that success. So that's kind of was their kind of like mission um, when That's they, a cool approach. Yeah, that it, is was, cool, it was cool. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to to really like help partner with those professionals to help make their job as easy as possible. So kind of the way that works is they will have different things each year. It's been something. This is my third year now. Each year they have kind of a, a different 
um, outlook of what they want us to do. Like um, a couple years ago, uh, it was Gatorade sweat patches were the big thing where you put this patch on and you go through your workouts and um, how much it, it changes. Like it has um, like a dye that goes through it that based on how much you sweat, it, it, it monitors it and you can scan it on the app afterwards and it tells you how much sodium you lost, how much potassium, so magnesium. Wild. So it was really cool. So wild. And it was such a unique tool for me as an athletic trainer to use. Like, okay, we got people that cramp all the time. And now I know it tells you, it gives you fluid. And what it does is it will then, you link the athlete to to that app and it will send them notifications when they're done with their workout. Hey, you lost this much fluid. You should drink, you know, either this much water or, or supplement with this Gatorade or Gatorade's on another level. Obviously, obviously yeah. they're going to push, you know, some Gatorade products, but it gives very helpful information. And I got to help out kind of with some stuff with that. And, you know, they'll send me, some some new things. I get to hear all the things that Gatorade's working on to kind of help, you know, really push the science behind hydration. Um, obviously, everybody sees like, oh, everybody's got. I do funny videos with Gatorade, like, what's your favorite Gatorade flavor and all that stuff. Yeah. But they're really pushing the the science behind it and kind of getting to use that research to kind of help um, other professionals. You were just at a. Uh Training uh, athletic training convention, weren't yeah, you? Look at you, man. Doing like yeah, yeah, I was doing a little research. We do our we do our due diligence. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. So um, they had me there, and I filmed some content with them there um, a year ago. Uh, they when I went to the convention, we have a national athletic train, training convention once a year, um, and two years ago they had me come and speak, kind of kind of honestly like this, kind of speak about my journey, how I got in athletic training, and um, you know, to young professionals, like what are some advice you'd give them. Um, and, um, this year was really cool. Um, Gatorade at the convention, the keynote speaker was Denny Kellington. I don't know if you know the name right away, but you'll definitely know who I'm talking about right away. Um, so he's the athletic trainer for the Buffalo Bills who, who, um, provided CPR for DeMar Hamlin. Okay. Um, so he was the keynote speaker at this convention and was really cool the way they did it. You know, they did it a really great way. Um, they had Lisa Salters, who was the sideline reporter during the game. She was kind of like interviewing him, like asking him questions, like as the as the talk. Um, and it was so cool um, getting to hear him. You know, the first thing he said, and it was like, she's like, you know, you're you may not think yourself this, but you're a hero and all this. And he's like, first off, I was doing my job. He's like, and second off, it wasn't me; it was God's hand on me. Like that was the first thing he said, and I was like, man, that is profound. I mean, this is in front of like six thousand athletic trainers. It was great, and then he also was speaking at the Gatorade booth. They had, like, a Gatorade booth at the convention, and, like, I have connections there. And so I, they said, hey, Jordan, would you like to, like, talk to Denny? I'm like, I would love to talk to Denny, you know? Because yeah. I have a, a not the same story. I have a similar-esque story to him. So I sat and I got to have, like, a one-on-one conversation with him, and it was, it was just phenomenal. And so the networking and stuff that I've been able to get through that and help – helped me gain more perspective on my profession and, and realize all that. It's just been awesome. It's just been Gatorade has been, it has been a great partnership and I, and I've loved it. And obviously there's a lot of cool stuff, but it's really neat to see Gatorade, not only making great products and doing all that stuff, but just, they put a lot of thought into everything they do and they're, they're yeah. really promoting the perfect professionals that go behind it. It's, it's really cool. They're building a network. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're yeah. building, they're molding their mm-hmm. network to like benefit them. I don't want, not just benefit them, but benefit everybody that uses their products daily. That's so we always talk about how important that is on this show. How about going out and making your connections, talk to people, man, like 
build, 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 because you never know who you're going to meet. Like, mm-hmm. th- I mean, you never knew you were going to meet the head right. athletic trainer of the Buffalo Bills. I still remember when I, wa- I was watching that game on, I think it was Monday night or Thursday night, I was watching that game, and I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, this – this is going to this is going to be massive. And then, as soon as I saw when the convention announced their keynote speaker, and I saw him, I'm like that is the best thing they could have done. Yeah, that was it was phenomenal. And it, it, and he did everything. Like he said. He's like, listen, you know, I didn't mean to be thrust into the, the spotlight, but now that the spotlight's here, I want to talk about the. And he even he spoke on a committee about the importance of having athletic trainers in a high school. Like it was amazing that he's using that to push for. I mean, listen, we we all know. NFL games are one of the the best covered things. Period. There's like 28 healthcare professionals on each sideline. Yeah, you know, and he's he's using that to say, hey, we need this at high schools. We yeah. need this at places where they don't have two to three physicians on the sideline. You know, right. we need it at places where our our young people are the most vulnerable. That's so cool, like yeah. the Gatorade's doing that, make like building those connections, yeah. man. You know, mm-hmm. they're doing it. Other companies are doing it too. Right. I really like to like learn more about what companies like that, like Gatorade yeah. do for people like that, man. That's so crazy. Cause I would have never thought yeah. in a hundred years that Gatorade does something like that, where they bring people together and talk about profession. Like before I was in it, I had no clue. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Hey man, they make a killer yellow Gatorade. Like, <laughs> like, that yellow Gatorade slaps. And you know, that's the but, uh, but then when I got to this experience, like I got to see how much detail they put in every aspect of everything they do. And it's just like, when I'm looking at big companies, like you, like you just said, all these companies, like what's all of the background look like mm-hmm. yeah. that they're that they're doing? So that's 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 crazy. That is crazy, man. That's a probably one on one hat too. Yeah. I've never seen a Gatorade hat like they, that they before. Sent, they sent me this one. They they sent me this. I saw a cat at the convention. One of the guy, the Gatorade guys working there, he had it, and like I was, I had like a, a dinner with Gatorade when I was there, and I looked at the, the, like one of the one of the higher up ladies, and I was like, hey. That's a nice. I'm a, I'm a big hat guy. I'm like that's a nice hat. That guy. Oh, I would have made the same move. Like, that guy's got. That's a nice hat. She's like, when I get back, when I get back to headquarters, I'll see if we got some. Oh, like, okay. okay. <laughs> and she also, I have another one. Um, I didn't bring that one, but I was trying to figure out this one or that one. But um, it's like a. It's got the old retro green. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it. It's got yeah, a I've seen retro, the tan one. The tan one with retro one. I got that one, and I, they just sent me actually one. The hat's actually green and white. I haven't worn it on a video Ooh. yet. I haven't worn it on a video. Yet. Look it's out! Fr- fresh out of fresh out of UPS. Um, <laughs> and uh, they just sent me. She sent me that one too. But yeah, it's. Yeah, I, I said, hey, can you uh, send me that? She's like, oh, we'll see what we can do. I got, got it in my mail, mail a couple of days later. Like, yeah, that. <laughs> That's awesome. Connections. <laughs> Connections. Awesome. I love it. You want to take it away from here, partner? Sure. I want to add another point. You Go talk ahead. about it. Connections. It's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Yes. Dwayne Ooh. Johnson. The Rock. Right. Hey, man, the, the Rock The Rock has those. <laughs> everybody has those nuggets, man. That's awesome. I like it. I, like <laughs> I seen that uh, on TikTok the other day, and I was like, oh, I'll just add that in there. Anyways, so in this segment, uh, this is our snack, uh, snap question segment. Um, we ask everybody this question. If you could have three people out to dinner, dead or alive, who would your three people Ooh, be? Okay, so this is the one. I remember when you, you told me about these questions. I was thinking, like, man how profound am I going to be with this? And how I'm like, so I got some that can be profound and I got some that's just like, ah, this is just fun. So here's what we're going to go with. So I'll, I'll, I'll read off my three and then we can kind of dive into why we do this three. So the first one, you probably won't know the other two. You will 
First one, I'd say Micah Kennard. You're like, well, who is this guy? Yeah. No. So okay, then that's okay. So Micah Kennard, <laughs> he would, uh, he is a Christian metal vocalist in a band called O Sleeper. Heck yeah. Okay. That's, <laughs> an, that's an oxymoron itself. Yeah. It, sound, yeah, it yeah. sounds like it, and that's one of the tattoo here. It's one of the lyrics from a song. I have one here that says "Lose the weight of defeat." So in that song, he's talking about lose lose the weight of defeat. Defeat being sin, like lose the weight of sin, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, so Micah Kennard, he is a phenomenal – I've got to meet him actually a couple times at shows and got to have good conversations with him. He's a real laid-back, down-to-earth guy, which is funny because when you listen to his music, it is anything but laid-back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but what's great about him is lyrically, his, it, all of his songs are very theologically based – in Christian, like when you hear when you hear a Christian metal, when you hear a metal vocalist, you're like, they're not saying words; they're just making noises. But when you look at his lyrics, they are incredibly deep. I've even talked to O'Neill about it. He's like, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a metal guy, and I, I I showed him. I just put I printed out the lyrics, put them on his desk. He's like, Whoa, that's really deep. I'm like, Yeah, that's what that guy is saying. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so that that would be that would be my one. Uh, he's he's still the band's kind of on a hiatus right now, but. Um, Really great. So that would be my one. It's gonna be a really interesting table. <laughs> oh, we've had no. Them. We've had some crazy ones. Trust me. I'm like. sitting here and I'm like, this is an interesting table. Okay, so number two, um, you may know this, but a lot of people don't know. I'm a big Tennessee Titans fan, and I'm lived in Florida, so doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> I literally became a Titans fan because my dad lived in the fifth wheel. He had an antenna. Sundays after church, I'd go on there. He was a Patriots fan. I was trying to get. Like Jordan, get the Patriots game. Go up there and adjust it. Yeah, and I always ended up. But after like twenty minutes, I always ended up being on like a Nashville station somehow. So yeah. I, got, I got the Titans game. So that's how I became a Titans fan. Nice. Um, but uh, I, I got to have Derrick Henry. Oh I yeah, gotta, okay. Got to have King Henry in there just just for being a big yeah, Titans he's a fan beast. Boy. And he's 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 an awesome dude. He's an absolute monster. He makes no sense. I mean, when you got a guy six four two fifty seven that runs a four five. <laughs> You got it. You got a like a linebacker who can run a four. Mm-hmm. Tote the rock. Yeah, <laughs> and he's kind of shifty too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a good one cut and just go. He hit his sideline and go. And that stiff arm is menacing. I just yeah. just want to have him there. Him him next to Mike Kennard. They're both Mike Kennard's also like like six five. He's a massive. human. So I got two yeah. like massive human beings there. <laughs> um, so th- that that's that's one and two. And my third one is my first no longer living. And I gotta go with my boy Steve Irwin. Nice. Nice. Got to go super. Now, listen, as a 90s kid, that dude taught me so much. (laughs) I mean. About everything. About everything. It's one of those things, like, I'm I'm learning about animals, but he's teaching me about life. Yeah. Crikey. I'm I'm out there with my dad catching catching snakes because we're watching. Like, so, and he just, the zest for life, too. You know, go back and watch videos with him and his son, which is cool. His son's carrying on his legacy and, and his daughter. And they're all carrying on a legacy, but the zest for life that guy had. I was like, no. just to be in a to, to be in a room with him and to be able to just like catch a little bit of that zest. Like I feel like I have a good zest, but like that dude is just like. You know, I used to always watch them before school in the mornings yeah. when I was a kid, That's like on the Discovery, you, yeah, Discovery yeah. Channel. Yeah. Every morning, dude, he would always, he'd always be, yeah, you'd always hear it on the TV. <laughs> Look, Look at this beauty. <laughs> Everything's yeah. beautiful. My younger, that is an ugly wombat. <laughs> what are you talking about? But it's beautiful. So, I, That's an ant. <laughs> Look at this beauty. <laughs> Look at what he can lift 1,500 times his body weight. He's, I learned so much from this guy. He's a prime <laughs> optimist. Yeah. yeah. And what a way, like, what a great way to start your day. Just yeah. listen to that. I, I watched so much of him, and I and because that also instilled me in watching a lot of nature shows and a lot of stuff. Just from there on, like I haven't found another Steve Irwin, but I've you know I've watched a bunch of stuff there, yeah. and it also like fueled like okay, 
to pay more attention to a lot of other things that go around you, just not animal based, but environment based. So, mm-hmm. it's, so he's had a bigger effect on me than just that stuff. That's you cool. seen the uh, some of the our planet stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Like how they do the time lapse of all the like habitats. It's dope. It, dude, it, it blows my mind. I haven't you, seen it. You haven't seen like the Our Planet or what's it? Planet Earth or Planet Earth, Earth or oh, Our yeah, Planet, yeah, 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 stuff like that. So they dude. have an Our Planet too now, but Planet Earth, what I remember oh, really? from like a while. Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Dude, I went. I was actually telling the story the other day. I don't know why, but Planet Earth when it first came out, that it was the type of documentary that nothing like that's ever came out before, right? right? Nothing. I watched it. I don't know if you've ever been, but the Mosey Theater, oh, that, yeah, big IMAX, dome, yeah. that big dome, yeah. Yeah. that big dome, yeah. Nice. I watched it for the first time in that big dome theater and I was like oh my gosh this, this is, is crazy speaking of that have you seen the one in Vegas the spear yeah the, the new eye that thing crazy. have you seen it yes it looks awesome I, I know it's, it's, it's like a I know it's like a filter on TikTok now where you just put random things on, on the it? sphere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had one of like um, Spongebob doing the, the sweet victory <laughs> no, that's great but no, awesome. that, that thing is that, that's awesome but yeah it's just it helped instill like a lifelong appreciator of nature for me mm-hmm. and just like things that go on that may not affect I think may not affect my day to day life, but they actually do. So that would be my that would round out my table of four. That's awesome. That's, should I should good. I just go ahead and ask the second one or whatever you want to? Do, okay, um, we asked. We've been asking this question a lot lately, and it's kind of a cool one that you know Nate mentioned earlier. Kind of mm-hmm. you know, ties the whole show together. Right, right. You know, if you were to die tomorrow, right, what would you want your legacy to be? Well, that's a good one. Um, what I would probably, I, what I'd want it to be is people to see me first as a servant. Um, that's, that's my main thing is just to be a servant, not just in what I do as my profession, but I, I always try to do what I can to help others. Whether, whether that's at my job, whether that's at home, whether that's someone calling me at all hours, I don't really care. Like I, I would love that to be my legacy. It's like, you know what, Jordan, I, I sometimes it can be a bad thing to be a yes man, but I don't mind. I, I, I want to help people, and that's what I want to be. I want to be, you know, the foot in the mouth of Jesus as much as I can. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I look to do, and the best way I can do that is by helping people. So that's I would want it to just be my legacy to be, be, be servant to. Man, you came up with that question. And I love it just it. Yeah, it's a great question. But what shocks me more is the amount of, like, unselfish answers that we've gotten from people mm-hmm. about how they want to be remembered as like you said a servant helping people out or i want to be remembered as just being the guy that they can count on we had that before like that is such a good question man and it just shocks me at how many people are actually like you know i want to help other people mm-hmm. i want to help you know other people be happy do this and do that i want to be remembered by that you don't you don't see a lot of that nowadays on you know social media right. or stuff like that but it's still in there it's still part of humanity every <laughs> single person right. says it man and, and that's the big thing like we're we're not we're not in this thing alone nope. you know we may, we may we may die just us you know but you know, we're not in this thing alone we we got to we got to help as many people as we can that's that's what i'm that's what i want to do that's what that's i'm so here great. to do Definitely. Jordan, you've been awesome, dude. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate the vibe. This is a lot of fun. This, this is a great way to spend the night. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. You know, we have, uh, we we love having to do this, um, being able to record once a week or maybe sometimes twice a week, sometimes cool even people. four times a week. Yeah. 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 And being able to do this. Um, and if y'all want to check out Jordan on social media, it's LCS Athletic At- Training. Yes, sir. LCS um, Athletic Trainer. 
And that's on TikTok. Um, do you have Instagram, same thing? Or Yeah, every, yeah everything's LCS Athletic Training, uh, Instagram and TikTok. I just got my Twitter back up, but I don't really do a whole lot with that. Okay, awesome. And so a cool thing that we do every episode is we follow back every single one of our guests. So if y'all want to go straight Sick. to him, y'all look at us at Rule One Podcast. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. We're on Spotify, everything. Everything you can think of. TikTok, Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, all of them. Like and subscribe. It keeps helping us out and it keeps, you know, making our show more appealing to cool guests just like Jordan here. Appreciate <laughs> yeah. you guys. Well, it's, I, I'm going to reciprocate because I think I, I, fall, I started listening on Spotify. But I didn't know you had everything else. So I'm going to have to follow you on everything else. Awesome. <laughs> we love it. And y'all do the same thing yes. too. <laughs> yes. And we appreciate it. And we'll see y'all next week. Thank you, Jordan. No problem.